0: Hello and welcome to Central Life Church, and this is our podcast. We hope you enjoy today's message and we pray that it encourages you, inspires you, and builds your faith. Enjoy the message. Good morning, church, and it's Keith here again. Welcome to Central Life TV. This morning, I thought I might talk a little bit about servant leadership and what that is and what it looks like and also what Jesus meant by he was talking about leaders. When Jesus, Yeshua the Messiah, taught us how we should lead as servants of the Most High God, many have have not held to the teaching, but have become lords instead of servants of his people. I say that in all humility. I understand that many leaders out there trying to do the right thing, but there's also many people who are using it as a way uh, to be somebody, um, to have authority and power and honor. And that's, of course, not what Jesus intended. So open your Bibles, if you would, to Matthew uh, chapter 20 and verse 20, and we're going to read through to 28 in the Amplified Bible today. Verse 20, Then Salome, the mother of Zebedee's children, James and John, came up to Jesus with her sons and kneeled down in respect, asking a favor of him. He said to her, What do you wish? She answered him, Command that in your kingdom these two sons of mine may sit in positions of honor and authority, one on your right and one on your left. But Jesus replied, You do not realize what you are asking. Are you able to drink of the cup of suffering that I am about to drink? They answered, We are able. He said to them, You will drink my cup of suffering, but to sit on my right and on my left, this is not mine to give, but it is for those for whom it has been prepared by my Father. And when the other ten heard this, they were resentful and angry with the two brothers. But Jesus called them to himself and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles have absolute power lord it over them and their great men exercise authority over them, tyrannizing them. It is not this way among you. Whoever wishes to become great among you shall be your servant and whoever wishes to be first among you shall be your willing and humble slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many, paying the price to set them free from the penalty of sin. These guys had no idea what they were asking, church. And Jesus put it to them that, you know, you've got to become the servant of all. Jesus, with great compassion and wisdom, tried to explain this to them. But they were so enamored with the thought of position, honor, and authority that they really missed the question. Are you able to take this cup? And there are many today that wish leadership roles within the church who are very capable, very good people, but they've not weighed the cost in their thoughts and their minds. They think that it might give them something, it might give them an authority, that it might make them something, it might give them a sense of fulfillment. When none of those things are important, we are simply to become the servant of all. For people who desire to go into leadership uh, in church contexts the wrong way, it will either bite them and/or the people that they are there to lead. And that was never the the desire of God for leaders in his church. We are here to seek the welfare and the benefit of everyone. And when you start exalting men above uh, where they ought to be placed, that becomes idolatry because you're worshipping a man rather than God. Church, you have no covering above you other than Christ Jesus. I'm not above you and I'm not below you in the Lord. We walk together as one in Christ. I'm not here to lord it over you, coerce you. My whole purpose is to point you to Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah. And he is the Savior of the world. If you desire the office of an overseer or a bishop, Paul writes, you desire a good or noble task. 1 Timothy 3 in the International Version says, Here is a trustworthy saying, whoever aspires to be an overseer desires a noble task. So I'm not saying don't desire leadership within the church. Your church leaders need you, but they need people who are willing to lay down their lives and their own desires in order to serve the people for which Christ died. The early church had the same issues. You know, people were trying to rise up and become something and, and to be honoured and be glorified and to be exalted. And these are not the things that we as leaders, church leaders, should aspire to. We should aspire to being the humble servants of our Lord Jesus Christ and to lead his people and point his people towards him. Church, again, you do not need a man over you to to lead you in Christ. We can point you in the direction, but your salvation belongs solely between you and Jesus. Get into your Bible, start reading it. Find out the truth for yourself. You know, most of the words that Jesus spoke in my Bible are written in red so I know the ones that he spoke or the ones that God spoke. They are important words to know. But as leaders, if you want to lead in the church of God, if you want to be a servant of the Most High God, friend, give up yourself, give up your desires, give up your will, give up your purpose, and take upon him yourself his will, his purpose, and his desire. So I really encourage you to get into your Bible. I really encourage you that if you wish to lead in the church of God, that you would study to show yourself approved, get into the word, know what he's got to say, and then find somewhere you can serve. And I mean serve. If you're looking for a ministry in the church, Don't go to the leaders of the church and say this or that. Go to the leaders of the church and say, what do you need? How can I help? That will bless them greatly, no doubt. And it will also bless you. And so we need to submit ourselves humbly to leadership, of course. And I don't mean that you should be lauded over or controlled or manipulated or coerced, none of those things. Out of a willing and a humble heart, ask Jesus, Lord Jesus, how can I help my local church? How can I make a difference in my community? How can I make a difference in my neighborhood? And let Him lead you. I really do desire for, for leaders in our churches to become humble, submitted servants of his people. And I've said this uh, to my friends, you know, my greatest desire is to become nothing that I might gain Christ. And I know that that sounds odd and strange, but I know that if I serve him and serve him alone, that those deep desires in my heart, which are still there, of course, that. If it's in his will, if it's in his purpose, those things will come to pass. And if not, then I know that he has my good in mind and that all things work together for good. So it will work out okay. And I'm happy with that. I rejoice in that. God bless the leaders and the uh, pastors and the ministers and the priests and the other types of overseers and deacons who watch these meetings. God bless you for your service. God bless you for how you serve his people selflessly and with with, um, great passion and zeal. God bless you for those things. And for those who desire those things, the church needs workers. The church needs people who are willing to put their hands to the plough, as it were, and plough the field. It's not fun ploughing the field often. It's hard work. The rewards are eternal, and that's really important. So God bless your church. Have a fantastic week, and I'll see you next time. God bless. Bye. Thank you for listening and a special thank you to those who give generously to help us continue this ministry. To support us, visit us on the web at www.centrallife.com.au or at the PayPal link in the description. To find out more about us, follow us on Facebook and you can also find us on YouTube. We'll see you next time.